0: If you live and work in Canada, then chances are you also pay taxes in Canada. And even though you know that your taxes go towards providing you with things like roads and healthcare, which you're grateful for, chances are you're probably also not the biggest fan of paying taxes. If you could pay less tax, then you would. So what if I told you that there is an entirely legal way to pay less tax and that our Canadian government actually wants you to do this? Sound clickbaity? Sound too good to be true? Well, this is one of the few things in life that is not in fact too good to be true. And the way that you can do this is by saving some of your money in a special type of account called an RRSP. And here's a rough summation of how this goes. You say, okay, I've filed my taxes for the year. looks like I owe the government $23,028 in income tax. Then the government says, thank you very much for the $23,028, and happily accepts that money. Then you say, oh, but wait, I contributed $18,000 to my RRSP this year. And the government says, wow, we really appreciate that you're being a responsible citizen and preparing for your own retirement and old age. We're going to send you back $6,160 from the taxes that you already paid this year. The fact that you're doing this probably means that we're going to have to spend way less money on supporting and caring for you in your future. So we're going to give you some of your tax money back as a reward and as an incentive to save money into your RRSP next year as well. You say, yay, I love my RRSP, and it's so great to get money back from my taxes. So you're happy having paid less in taxes, and the government is also happy that you're taking care of yourself and your future for them, so they offer you the gift of a tax break. This is a very simplified version of how this works, but if you're intrigued, then make sure you stick around for today's personal finance lesson because I'm about to talk to you about what exactly an RRSP is, the two ways that it can save you money in taxes. Yes, there is actually a second way that you save tax money that we haven't even touched on yet. And to finish up, we're gonna walk through a blueprint of exactly how you can use your RRSP this year to either get a tax refund if you're traditionally employed, or to pay less tax if you're self-employed. So, stick around and learn how you can save a lot of money in taxes this year. Hello, hello, and welcome to the How to Adult Show podcast. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is your go-to guide for personal finance information every time you find yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? Each week, we bring you a new lesson to coach you through getting your financial life together so that you can create financial security, start building wealth, and design a life that you truly love. Thank you so much for spending some time with me here today. Now, let's get started on today's lesson. So last week, I also posted a video all about RRSPs, and that one was a beginner's guide to using your RRSP. If all of this sounds new to you, then I definitely recommend checking out that episode first to learn an overview of what an RRSP is and how to use one, and then come back and watch this video for the specifics about how you can use your RRSP to save money on your taxes. The term RRSP stands for Registered Retirement Savings Plan. An RRSP is a special type of Canadian savings account that's designed to be used to save and invest your money for long, long, long long-term goals such as your retirement. This is not the right type of account to use if you're saving money that you know you're going to need to access in the next couple of years. It's specifically designed to be for your future and your retirement savings. And the way that you use an RRSP is you contribute some of your savings money to this account every year, and then you buy investments within that RRSP account. Sometimes people get confused thinking that the RRSP is the investment. Don't make that mistake. The RRSP is the account that you put money into and you can then buy investment products like index funds, mutual funds, stocks, whatnot, within that account. If you're traditionally employed, then your employer might offer a program where they contribute some of your paycheck to your RRSP automatically as a form of enforced savings if you wanna join a program like that. And some employers even offer what's called an RRSP match, meaning they match a certain percentage of the money that you put into your RRSP. And that's money from your employer that you would otherwise not be getting. So make sure you check if your employer offers an RRSP match program and sign up for that shit, because if you're not doing that right now, then you're literally leaving upwards of thousands of dollars a year of free money from your employer on the table. So, that is a quick, very brief overview of what an RRSP is. Again, if you want more detail, which I do recommend, then make sure you go and catch last week's episode. Now, I know you are dying for me to get to the good stuff, which is specifically how you can use an RRSP to save a pretty significant amount of money on your taxes. And the truth is there are actually two ways that RRSPs can save you money. I only outlined one way in the introduction with that stupid little cartoon, and I'm going to walk you through both of these tax money saving ways. Now, tax money saving ways. I'm going to walk you through both of these ways that you can save money on your taxes. An RRSP is what's known as a tax sheltered account, and it also offers you what's called a tax deferral, which is what I talked about at the start of this video. By using an RRSP, you get both of these benefits, which is freaking huge when it comes to saving you so much money over the whole course of your life. The tax deferral results in more immediate savings. The tax sheltered part results in more long-term savings. Both are key to you. Let's start with the part about an RRSP being a tax sheltered account. This is a very literal term. It means the money that you make in your RRSP is sheltered from government taxes each year. And here's how this works. When you put money into your RRSP, you then use it to buy investments, right? And you want to buy investments as opposed to just letting your money sit there in cash in the account. Otherwise you're missing out on the biggest superpower that your RRSP has to offer you. When you buy and hold investments in this account, over time, your investments are going to grow and earn you money. And the money that you earn from these investments is known as capital gains in the finance world. Now, don't be thrown off by the finance jargon. Capital gains here just means the money that you earned from your investments. Generally speaking, any type of earned money is income, meaning you pay income tax on it. In the case of capital gains earnings, you pay what's called capital gains tax on it. Which is calculated differently than income tax, but the end result is the same, that you have to pay the government a portion of your earnings in the form of taxes. But your RRSP account is a tax sheltered account, remember. This means that you don't pay tax on the money that your investments earn in that account. I'm going to say that again, you do not have to pay capital gains tax on the money that is in the RRSP account because it is tax sheltered. And This is a perk that allows your money to grow and grow and grow very rapidly in your RRSP without the government stepping in every year and saying, oh, actually, I'll take a part of what you earned. Thank you very much. And as you can probably imagine, this means that you're going to retire with drastically more money in this RRSP account than you would if you'd used an investment account that wasn't tax sheltered. This is the primary way that using an RRSP is going to save you tons of money over the course of your life. Seeing as how you're not planning on accessing this money until you retire though, you're probably not going to feel the effects of this perk right away, which brings us to the second tax saving perk that's going to save you money right away, which is the fact that RRSPs offer you what's called a tax deferral. This means that you don't pay income tax on the money that you contribute to your RRSP that year. Instead, you defer the tax payment to when you take the money back out of your RRSP. This serves the function of saving you money today and leaving more money in your pockets right away, and it's probably gonna save you money as a net calculation in the long run when you take it back out again, because theoretically, you're gonna be in what's called a lower tax bracket when you're retired, meaning you pay a lower percentage of tax dollar for dollar than you do right now when you're earning more. If this sounds a little bit confusing and you have no idea what I mean by tax brackets and net calculations, don't worry. I'm going to walk you through a visual example now of exactly how this works. So you'll see here I've pulled up a free online income tax calculator. This one is from TurboTax. You can find it easily if you Google search income tax calculator. And we're just going to put in that we are in Ontario here because that's where I'm located right now. Now, let's fill out this form here, and we're just going to go through a very simple version of this. So, let's say you make $100,000 a year. That means that you're going to pay roughly $23,028 in tax. If you look down below the big red tax number here, you'll see that the federal income tax amount is listed as well as the provincial tax amount. And the big red tax number up above does not include your CPP contributions. That CPP number will not change as we go through the rest of this, which is important to note. Now you've got your income of $100,000 and this time you contribute $18,000 to your RRSP. This time you'll see as we run the calculator, you can see that the amount of tax you have to pay drops down to $16,868. That's $6,160 less than before when you didn't contribute $18,000 to your RRSP. And the reason that this happens is because when you file your taxes, your RRSP contribution has the effect of lowering what's called your taxable income. It makes it so that on paper it looks like you've earned less money and therefore you have to pay less tax. Let me show you. So remember we said your income is $100,000. You contribute $18,000 to your RRSP. This lowers your taxable income to $82,000. That's $100,000 minus $18,000. So this time, let me show you. We're going to put your income into the calculator just as $82,000. We are going to run the calculator and your taxes remain the same at $16,868. It's as if the government says, okay, we see that you put $18,000 into your RRSP, which we appreciate, we want you to do that, and we recognize also that this means you're not going to have that $18,000 available this year to live on now. So in return, we're going to recognize your income as only $82,000, so you pay less tax and it becomes easier for you to save that $18,000. So you can see that by contributing to your RRSP, you've saved yourself $6,160 that you would otherwise have paid to the government in taxes. And from here, this can work in one of two ways. So if you are traditionally employed, then chances are your taxes have been deducted from your paycheck for the whole year, right? Then when you contribute to your RRSP and file your taxes, it becomes clear that over the course of the year, you've paid the government too much tax. So they send you back that $6,160 that you've overpaid. Depending on how you're set up with the CRA, they're either gonna send you a check or they're gonna direct deposit that money back into your bank account, which is awesome. Everybody likes to have extra money deposited into their bank accounts. It's the best. The second scenario is if you're self-employed and you only pay your taxes once annually. Then your RSP deduction will be taken into account when you file your taxes, and the government is going to ask you to pay whatever tax you owe minus that $6,160, so you just pay less tax. Either way, no matter how you're employed, it results in you having more money left in your pocket after the tax man comes knocking. Now, a quick note on how you can use your RRSP properly, because there are some rules around using an RRSP that are designed to keep people from just putting tons and tons of money into there and never paying any tax ever, because obviously that wouldn't work. So don't skip this part because you don't want to do it wrong. We need to quickly cover how much money you're allowed to put into your RRSP, the penalty for over-contributing, as well as the deadline that you need to honor to make sure that you actually get to claim this tax deferral and get your tax refund. The first point is how much money can you actually contribute to your RRSP? Now there is a limit to how much money you're allowed to put into your RRSP and that limit varies with your income level. Luckily, it is super easy to find out how much money you personally are allowed to contribute so you don't actually have to worry about over contributing. And the way that this works is you are allowed to contribute the lesser of either 18% of your previous year's income or the maximum contribution limit of $27,830. This maximum limit changes every year. That's the limit for 2021. So let's continue with the example that we've been using and say you earned $100,000 last year. This means that this year, you're allowed to contribute 18% of that, which is $18,000. Now, let's say this year, your salary increases to $150,000. This means that next year, you're allowed to contribute 18% of that, which is $27,000. After that, let's say your income increases to $300,000, but 18% of that is now higher than the maximum contribution limit, so instead, we're allowed to contribute the maximum contribution limit for that year. Let's say it's the same as this year because we don't know what it's going to be three years in the future. And for this year, that is $27,830 that you're allowed to put into your RRSP account. If you have not been contributing to your RRSP yet, but you've been working and filing taxes in Canada for a few years, then the contribution room from previous years that you haven't used continues to roll over. This means that it continues to add up. So you've probably have a pretty hefty amount of room available in your RRSP to contribute money to, which is a good place to be in. If you have no idea how much room you have, fear not, that is a very easy set of information for you to find, and you can find it in one of two ways. First, you can always log into your CRA My Account webpage, where you can find your RRSP contribution limit clearly listed on the dashboard of that account. Second, you could go and look at your notice of assessment form, your NOA, which you would have received after you filed your taxes last year. And that also has your RRSP contribution room clearly listed on the form. It's important that you know what your limit is because you don't want to over-contribute. There is a financial penalty for over-contributing to your RRSP. They don't want you to do that. So they will charge you 1% for every month that the extra contributions are in your account. They even give you a little wiggle room of $2,000 a year so that you don't accidentally over contribute and mess this up. But you're not going to do that now though, because you know exactly where you can check your contribution room, right? right? And last but not least, the final thing that you need to know about how to contribute to your RRSP to save money on your taxes this year is that you must heed the contribution deadline. The contribution deadline is March 1st. This means that you want to have all of the money that you want to contribute into your RRSP for the last year in the account by the end of February this year. That way, when you file your taxes, you've already put away all the money you need to into your RRSP account to actually get the refund on the taxes that you've been paying over the course of the last working year. So it is currently the beginning of 2022. Tax time is approaching where we will be filing our taxes for the 2021 working year, right? If you want to claim the RRSP deduction on your taxes, to get your refund from the past year, you have to have finished your entire contribution before the March 1st cutoff date this year. As long as you put that into your calendar, that should be very easy to do. Just make sure that you're doing it by the end of February. Don't be one of those people who tries to do it on March 1st and then get surprised if you don't get the refund. And, Those are the main points of what you need to know if you want to start using an RRSP account to both save for your retirement and to save on your taxes this year. Let's do a quick recap of the most important points to know for you to be able to do this properly. Number one, you are allowed to contribute either 18% of last year's salary or the maximum contribution limit, whatever the lesser amount is for you. Number two, You need to have finished your contributions for the year by March 1st this year in order to claim the RRSP contribution on your taxes for the past year. Number three, when you contribute money to your RRSP, you have the option to claim that contribution room on your taxes in order to lower your taxable income. This means that you're going to pay less tax for your salary than you would if you didn't contribute. Number four. You're going to receive that money either in the form of a refund from the government or you're simply going to have to pay less tax depending on how you're employed. Number five, the money that you contribute to your RRSP is meant to not be touched for a very long time in order to fund your retirement. This means that you want to buy investments within that RRSP account. As these investments grow and earn you money, they're going to be sheltered from capital gains tax, meaning you won't have to pay taxes for the growth in your investments, which is amazing. Number six, when you eventually take money out of that account when you're retired, you will have to pay income tax on it. But it's assumed that you're going to be in a lower tax bracket at that point in your life, which means you'll pay less tax on the money than you would if you just Kept it right now, meaning you're going to come out net positive and save money in the long run, in addition to keeping more money in your pocket today. And that's it for using RRSPs to save money on your taxes. There are a number of different things to understand about your RRSP that I didn't cover in today's video. This video was quite specific about using your RRSP to lower your tax burden. So if you really don't know anything about RRSPs and aren't tired of hearing me say RRSP over and over again, then I highly recommend going and checking out last week's lesson for a general overview of what these accounts are for beginners. Also, you will often see RRSPs compared with TFSAs, which is another type of tax sheltered account that is, similar but has some different rules because it's meant to be used in a different way. If you also need to learn about TFSAs, fear not, you are not alone. Just make sure that you hit subscribe on the channel and leave me a comment if you have any specific questions because I will be releasing a lesson all about TFSAs as well as another episode comparing the two types of accounts the near future and you don't want to miss that thank you so much for spending some time with me here today i hope this was a helpful lesson for you leave any questions that you have in the comments or just comment letting me know if you already use an RRSP and what you think of it if you haven't yet make sure that you hit subscribe and like the episode if you actually did like it today and that my friend will make sure that i get to see you right back here next Monday when we release a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the How to Adult Show podcast. Our goal is always to make your life just a little bit easier. So you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place on our website blog at www.howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a review. If you found today's lesson helpful, in addition to leaving a review, which I am immensely grateful for, you can also share this episode with a friend or family member. This is the best way to keep passing financial education on to other people and sharing the knowledge and the wealth, which is what we're all about. So hit subscribe, leave a review, and I'll see you next Monday with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.